Welcome back, everyone. This week's interview is with Bobby Wilson of TNT College Football Podcast, talking about uh, the UConn Huskies and what we can expect to see when they come to uh, Atlanta this week. Give a listen and let us know what you think. Appreciate it. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Bobby of the TNT College Football Podcast with absolutely no issues, uh, technical issues at all, to talk about uh, some Huskies football. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. For sure, for sure. So uh, we both played on. We we played because I was I suited up. I and I think you suited up for for you. <laughs> Me too. As well. Yeah, on, on third. But I, I didn't even realize it until suited up for putting, what? I didn't realize this <laughs> un, until we actually started. I started putting together the the show notes and everything for uh, this week. Last week, UConn was playing at the exact same time we were playing Rhode Island last week. They were playing at NC State last week. So. I, uh, I wanted to watch their game ahead of time to see what we could expect, but uh, the, you guys were playing the same time. No, no early. Uh, what was it called? A long week for us. You guys have the same long week. I, I, that game didn't go as. I'm just rambling on now. Well, I'm Somebody still curious said, about what you guys both suited up for. Football. We played. We, we both played. We are on the I field. Was, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're like we both suited up. I'm like, what, I was. What are you guys on like a soccer team together or something? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I was I was the long snapper and uh, Bobby was the the guy that puts his hand underneath your uh, your balls the uh, oh. <laughs> quarterback they call it the quarterback they call it yeah that's all he does I'm sorry I I flew in from Memphis today this is last call material I I'm already feeling pretty good anyhow game did not go as you guys had pl- had, had hoped for uh, I suspect but uh, I think it went better than what, what they were predicting what do you think of the game Bobby against NC State. Well, I think realistically, NC State is either the second best team or the third best team on our schedule. Whether you want to put them or Duke at two, uh, you can debate that. We play Tennessee, too. So, I mean, so realistically going into the game, everybody was just, from from the fan base's perspective, was just excited to see where we stood and to see how much we've improved. We played them last year in Raleigh and lost 41 to 10. But that was really the turning point of our season last year uh, because we really started to click after that. Um, but to, to see where we uh, finished up this time, only losing by 10 at home, me, of course, yes, you want to win every game you play. But there were, just to see the improvement from this team from year from year one to year two under Coach Jim Mora, uh, is, it's really exciting. I mean, like I said, you want to win the game, but it was probably realistically – the best outcome we could have. So I have not got a chance to watch the game, but that's exactly what my perception is looking at the stats and re- reading about the, the game as well. And then at the score, yeah, uh, I had written down ESPN only giving you guys like a 15% chance of winning that game against NC state. And then you take a lead in the, in the beginning of the game, only lose right. by 10, only lose by 10 points. Like if you got 15% chance to, to win and you only lose by 10, that's beating the odds. In my opinion, that, that's a better performance than what you expected. And I'm not a stats guy at all, but I looking through some of the numbers, penalties killed you. You, had, you lost like 60 yep. yards on, on penalties where they, they only lost five yards. They had one penalty for five yards. And uh, then you, you guys do an interception. And, of course, obviously, when you give the ball to the other team, that is not how you want to play the game. So I think this right. was actually a lot better performance than what um, was expected. But this UConn team is better than what we expected is what I'm afraid of. The, the, the way I look at it is oh, we could have won the game. Uh, those penalties killed us. 
and we missed so many tackles. Like we 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 almost beat ourselves, honestly. And uh, we had a really tough time with Brennan Armstrong as a running quarterback. So Granger worries me to an extent there because of how well he he can move, obviously. Um, but again, I, I personally going into the game thought that we were going to really play well and have a chance to win this game. And to see that we did um, makes me happy. Right, right. Well, so speaking of Granger, Ryan wears uh, Darren Granger under ruse. Like that's his uh, superhero outfit. I'm going to get a tattoo on my ankle. <laughs> Just your ankle. Uh, I wanted to we'll talk to you a little bit. It ends up at the end of the season. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about that, obviously about the team a little bit, but I want to talk about uh, Jim Mora Jr. as the head coach. Uh, I'm, uh, I think we're all Atlanta Falcons fans. The three of us are Atlanta Falcons fans. I think I'm probably a little bigger of a Falcons fan than uh, the other two are. Uh, but uh, so I was a huge fan of Mora's when he was here, and mm-hmm. I had no, I had no idea that he had uh, taken a job at UConn. And so I was excited to see that. Uh, what do you think of of uh, Moore Jr. as the head coach over there? Oh my goodness, he he is just fantastic. He's the way he's been able to flip this program. Uh, because before he got there, uh, it was an absolute train wreck. I mean, I think everybody it, it's been long it's been documented by many many people how bad the program was um, from the mid 2010s until. 2021 it, it was it was rough um but right. he's he's changed the culture completely he came in he had a vision and he's really uh installed that vision and he's done it very quickly and uh, i i know that uh just from talking with him and uh, and so many of the players and other coaches that that this is something that they believed and knew would happen um so okay. last year i I actually projected them to go six and six last year. And I took a lot of flack for that. I really did. <laughs> and, and then they, they went six and seven. So I, I tell the Husky fan base, that it's my fault that we lost the bowl game. But, <laughs> you call but, it seven and six, right? That's, that's on you. Yeah. You were just doing regular season yeah. though, man. I, you know, yeah. no, no, no fault of your own. Well, so like, yeah. uh, so UConn takes that whole like basketball thing a little too seriously. Like we, we call ourselves a basketball school just because no, we don't. our football our football program has, has never we're a beach volleyball school, but we, we say right, that yeah. kind of, we say that kind of stuff because we're we get embarrassed by our, our own program at times. But UConn was like, Yeah, no, we're gonna be a basketball school and we're gonna win a national championship and that, that's just what we're gonna do. We're just gonna be a basketball, we're just gonna be a basketball school. So it's good to see you got Coach Moore in there changing that culture a little bit. Absolutely. Congrats on the national championship win, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they 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 do some big things there. I, I'm actually a former college basketball coach myself, so that okay. I I uh, I love what they're doing on that side. Not You're national championships, <laughs> not national championships. That's for sure. <laughs> but we, that's awesome. I, I, I won some significant games. I will say. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, uh, guys, before I ramble on more, do you guys have a question about the Huskies? I had, I had a question, not necessarily about on the field stuff, but um, about like all the conference realignment that's been going on. Um, you know, UConn always gets thrown up because they're an independent and FBS and that's tough. Um, do you have any like scuttlebutt or any wants or dreams or where do you want to see UConn or where do you expect to see UConn in the next, you know, five to 10 years or whatever? Well, I think, I mean, with the landscape that is, college football now because i mean that's what it is it's college football drawing 
the the big bucks and everything. Um, of course, the majority of the fan base loves the Big East. They want to be in the Big East, but they, it, a lot of people also have to understand that uh, moving forward, uh, you have to be a part of this the big money conferences uh, because even basketball fall by the wayside at that point. Yeah. So I, I personally think realistically that it's either the ACC or the Big 12 are the most realistic uh, options. I know this past time through, the Big 12 was really, really considering UConn. Um, but when the Pac-12 fell, fell apart, they just had to they had to grab all those teams while they could. Which So right. I, 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 fir- I firmly believe that UConn was going to be invited to the Big 12 during this past July, August movement that we've seen. But once the Pac-12 fell apart, they just had to shift that way. So I, I think the Big 12 is the more realistic option because Brett Yormack loves the New York City market. UConn brings that from a basketball perspective and football as well. Um, and I, if if we're up to me, I think that that's where we'll end up uh, down the road. I mean, I've been eyeballing the Pac-12 for us because, you know, I hear they need some teams. <laughs> they so, do. You know, they they, they... Move a little further east, you know, I guess <laughs> you could pick us both up. <laughs> hey, if, I mean, you look at it, the ACC is now on the West Coast. So, I mean, yeah, hey, it, right. it, it doesn't it doesn't matter anymore at this point. Hey, what, what's, the purpose of being, what's the purpose of being a school in uh, Atlanta if you can't uh, utilize the airport to fly wherever you want to, right? That's right. Once you're on an airplane, That's... it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's got to feel uh, really good to be able to rattle off ACC and Big 12 just like it's no big deal. Like, yeah, we could go there. We could go here. No biggie. What was your thoughts on exiting the American? Did you guys enjoy your time in the American? Was it all just like basketball? We don't want to be in here. It's not the right fit. Like how did that? How do you, how did that? How did you see that progressing along as you exited? I guess it was the COVID year or transitioning into the COVID year, and then not playing at all, and then poof, you're now Big East plus independent. Well, I'll, I'll first say that uh, I became connected with UConn in the in the school and the program and the fan base after that uh, the the American process took place. So I, I, I'll say this from just the communication I've had with other fans is so many people just hated it. Um, it just didn't make sense at all. It hurt the basketball program. So a lot of people didn't like that. Uh, from the football perspective, the thing that hurt the worst is they just had, to be quite frank, they had terrible coaches and terrible leadership. Um, so they, they just – um, the, the thing, the crazy thing between like 2015 to 2021, or, or maybe even a little sooner than that, maybe even going to 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. UConn had, I believe six presidents and four head coaches, and they didn't even play the 2020 COVID year. Right. So the, the fact that the football program is where they are right now, um, says a lot to what Jim Moore has done, honestly, uh, because, like I said, the, the previous head coaches and the previous leadership, uh, and 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 I believe there was three or four ads in that time frame too. So it, it was wow rough, rough to say the least. So I mean, we've to see a- where they're at right now is pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, I, I, we, we've been a school for 110 years. I think I don't think we've even had six presidents yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
That's yeah, crazy. there was a there was a stretch where it was an absolute train wreck. Wow, wow. With a, with a fantastic basketball program, just right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get momentum, better... keep on trucking through it. It's like ah, whatever. We can weather this storm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, they're they're in ESPN's backyard. I think they're just uh, ESPN's throwing some sliding some money to those players without telling us and everything. So that'd be true of football too, though. Now, ESPN doesn't care about football. Oh, right. My bad. <laughs> Shifting back to well, the there, game. Oh, go ahead. There, there's there's actually some disdain between ESPN and UConn. So that that that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother show, though. Yeah. Wow. Sounds Jeff Herb Street. <clears throat> <laughs> or you had you had you had something to follow up, didn't you? Uh, yeah, me? no. Shifting back to the game, it looks like your 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 offense is pretty balanced. Run <laughs> versus pass. Is that Historically, last year, were you pretty balanced offense? Did you guys favor like more passing or more rushing? What do you expect out of the quarterback play this year and your offense in general? Well, last season, we definitely ran the ball a lot more. Um, we had so many injuries on the offensive side of the ball last year. In the first game, for uh, in the first quarter, our starting quarterback last year towards ACL, we lost uh, our top four wide receivers early on in the season uh, within the first week or so we lost our top three running backs within the first week or so, or first couple weeks, I should say. So we were playing a lot of uh, freshmen, like our quarterbacks was Zion Turner, a true freshman running back. Victor Rosa was a true freshman uh, tight end. Justin Jolie was a true freshman. We had a lot of young guys out there last year. Um, so I, I know this year though, they want to be a lot more balanced and uh, you saw that. Um, in game one against NC State, uh, we we definitely need to uh, pass the ball better than what we did. Uh, the yardage, we need to look downfield more. I, I think that's definitely something that that we need to do because we have some receivers who can stretch the field. We just, for whatever reason, we weren't looking at it the way that we should. But we do have a very, very good running game. We have a couple running backs who are very good. Uh, we have a really good offensive line. Uh, we have a, a right guard, Christian Haynes, who's an All-American. He'll be a high NFL draft pick. And other guys in our offensive line will get drafted down the road as well. So we have a really good offensive line. We have a good rushing attack. And I think well, with Joe Fagano, our new quarterback, who transferred in from Maine, uh, mm -hmm. he knows the system really well uh, with working for our offensive coordinator, uh, Nick Charlton, while he was the head coach at Maine. Um, we, I, I really believe moving forward that things will click for the offense. And I, I'm looking forward to see the passing attack improving as the season goes on. Well, we're not looking uh, forward to that. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, the thing that I know about my team um, is that if, if you guys need to work out some kinks, airing it out, you're going to be able to do it. Uh, so, you know, we're the team to actually figure that out because uh, I was a little rough. Thursday, don't give them so. all our secrets. Don't give them all our secrets. Well, oh, yeah. Come on. He's going to email them and let them know. I mean, like they watch the game too. Whatever. I, I did. I did go back and watch you guys game. And uh, offensively, you guys got some talented, talented pieces. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. Yeah. The defense. Secondary, especially. It, secondary, really. Was just second, yeah. Secondary. Secondary. Yeah. I should. I should. Secondary, really. Because a lot of guys are good. And, uh, but. The secondary had some issues, that's for sure. It was so bad it all sort of fell apart. 
Yeah, I so. think that uh, Georgia State identifies that John Madden description of football. Like, you know, <laughs> the team that puts up the most points on the board is going to win the game. I'm like, yeah, that's that's what we need to do. The, the offense will be firing on all, on all, all four all cylinders and uh, the, the defense just to make a stop or two uh, to, to make it happen. Yeah, if so. we can't work out some kinks, we're going to see some shootouts all year long. And wouldn't that be fun to watch UConn do a shootout? <laughs> it, 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 it's it's been a while since we've been in something like that honestly um from our offensive side of things uh just uh just because like i said before the previous coaching staffs we've had it's been a train wreck on on every every facet of the the right anything and everything you could say i mean it's been awful so I yeah. mean, it, it it's gonna it's it's taken a little time to get things clicking offensively, um, but I, I can see things moving in the right direction. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we're kind of bouncing around a lot here, but like I feel like UConn is one of those programs. It's it's a national brand, I guess, because of basketball. That that UConn name, like you know, you, you have your own identity there. That whole thing, but to have had a program like the, the football program that has just not lived up to what the other athletics have been doing in the same university. It's just, uh, it's for me, it, someone who's not a fan of the program, it's strange to see something like that. So it's, um, uh, I don't know. It's an anomaly to me. I, I don't know. what. That's not a question. That's just me kind of just talking out loud right now. Someone have a question, please. <laughs> well, what do you think about what I, he just I, said? <laughs> I, I, I will, I will say from in like 2010, 2011, UConn uh, had some very, very good success on the football field. They played in a Fiesta Bowl um, in 2010 against Oklahoma, and just made some bad. Uh, Randy Etzel went went to the, who was the head coach at the time. He went to Maryland, took the head coaching job there. And they just made some really uh, just interesting and bad decisions from a leadership perspective uh, from for the football program that it right. just didn't work out at all. So, I mean, there, there, there's a history of UConn winning. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, when they were FCS in the Yankee Conference, they were very, very good. Um, did some really good things at that level. Uh, but I, I know a lot of people look at what they've done recently and yes it's it's been bad uh but there there, you can definitely win here because it's been done before and uh jim moore is definitely building that oh yeah i i I didn't mean any any discredit no no no, of course just kind of like perception perception type thing and 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 to your point like you know it, it almost seemed like from an outsider's perspective that the university had even given up on football when they moved from big east to go independent they're like, you know, basketball is our focus. We don't want to be part of this American thing that doesn't give our basketball pro- program. With any, whereas the rest of college athletics are like football, 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 football. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that matters. So I guess respect to the program and to the extent they went with what they, what, the bread and butter, what make, what works for them and everything. But uh, again, I'm just saying things. I don't even know. I don't, I don't have any questions. But Come well, on, the, guys. The- the change that we made in and our athlete, our current athletic athletic director Dave Benedict, uh, he's really helped that uh, with making football 
an important piece in this. And uh, the state of Connecticut is really getting behind that too. So it's, again, we had some really, really bad leadership that led to those really uh, bad decisions is all all I can really say. Um, And luckily now we got some good leadership now. Uh, We just got to hope that it's not too late. Right. It goes and goes and goes and goes. You know, there's no such thing as too late. It's just too late is never getting started. You could just erase the last decade, right? And just erase the American Athletic Conference and just say, hey, we're independent. And then we went to the ACC or the Big 12. That sounds really good. Yeah, (laughs) that would be be amazing. (laughs) I I forgot to ask the most important question amongst all the questions I did not ask. Um, uh, Are you going to be able to make the game? Are you going to come to the game on uh, On, Saturday? Unfortunately, I can't. I, I have two small children, so I... I uh, I hear you. No, no, I hear. I, you. I, I, I asked the question because I, I said this when I talked to the, the Rhode Island podcaster last week. Is it changes the tone of the podcast because if you're not going to come to the game, I'll be a real big jerk. And, but <laughs> if, if you're if you're gonna if you're going to be here, I don't want to be a jerk because I don't want you to come and punch me in the face. <laughs> well, you, I, well, now that we know you're not going to come, hey, if you were here, you could come to our tailgate. No, I'm just <laughs> Actually, w- one of the one of the things that I do for my podcast, I I have a bucket list to attend a home game at every FBS stadium. So I travel the country going to different games, but not with, Atlanta. Yeah, independent. Not not yet. Not yet. Because you're always jumping around, right? The independent aspect of it, and like coming up with rando schedules is like probably makes that easier right to, to hit more to hit more of them not easier in general well the way i kind of do it is i i try to use i have two different parts of my podcast i have my weekly yukon talk that i do and then i have my national stuff too so i try and base my travels off of my national things okay. uh- where where I do, I try to go to at least one or two UConn games a year. Like last year, I went to their game in, against Michigan and then the game against Ball State. So I, I try to, I try to hit both. If you if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, we. By the way, we obliterated Ball State in a bowl game two years ago. So just toss that one out. <laughs> that was the best game. You did. Ever. I remember that. <laughs> we can't. We need him to like repeat it. Yes. Over over. Yes, That's, it was. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he like just lights <laughs> out. Just nuts game i mean we watched them all season long and we're like what the heck what is this <laughs> who is this person <laughs> that, that was my that was my covid game too i, I wasn't it was christmas day and i wasn't was even with my day, family yeah. christmas day i was not with my family because I, I and i've got little kids and uh because i had covid and i couldn't even be home with my kids watching the game and everything i had to meet my, my drinking buddy's house oh that, that was so horrible um <laughs> so we this, this is gonna be a return trip this is a home and home series we'll be up in uh uh, going to UConn next year to uh, repay the visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you? Uh, I mean, been to a lot of games up there. What what, what could we expect up there next year? I, well, be, I, I haven't been yet. Uh, to, to quite frank with you. Thanks, everybody, for listening, but don't go just yet. This was just part one of this week's episode. We interview Noah Frary of the Frary and Smith podcast, talking all about Georgia State's Sunbelt opponents and Georgia yeah, State in the Sunbelt, all kinds of Sunbelt stuff with the uh, with Noah. It was a very good time, so look for part two. Can you guys hear me? Let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. They went to robot voices.
for a little I think bit. You yeah. said you haven't been there a lot. I don't know. Maybe. No, I, I've I've never I've actually never been to Connecticut. Okay. What? To how did I find, completely how did I find a, a Yukon podcaster that's never been to the state of Yukon? Well, <laughs> it's it's a it's a long story. I, okay. I started my show as as just a national podcaster. Then a lot of people at Yukon were liking the stuff that I put out. Um, so then I built a partnership with uh, with them and have become really close with the coaches and players. And it, it's it's it, it's been an amazing thing. I, I I when I started this podcast or my journey with this, I had no intention of being connected to Connecticut football. Um, but, but it's just grown into something amazing. And, and I've really become passionate about the team, the fan base and everything. It's, it's just a fantastic group of guys. Uh, the players are absolutely amazing. The coaches are amazing. Um, but to answer your question about the, uh, going to a game at Connecticut, um, they, this past game against, against NC state, they had the most fans that they've had at a game since I believe it was 2014 against BYU. And the student section absolutely packed it out. They did an amazing job. So it, it's it's changing um, from a, the perspective of people are really starting to back the program. Uh, and when you win, that happens. I mean, uh, Coach Moore will be the first one to tell you, we got to win games for people to support us. And uh, he right. says that all the time. And uh, they, they're doing that. And, and the performance that they had against NC State, yes, they did win. But – they showed a lot of people that they can that they can compete with these these, these higher level teams, and, and I think a lot of people respect that. That's cool. Well, look, right. if you're if, if you're allowed to say it, um, you you have not being a UConn fan from the get go. Who was your number one team before UConn? Eddie's gone. <laughs> Georgia State, clearly. Well, he actually clicked the leave studio button now. I grew up in uh, up in Flint, Michigan, and my my dad went to the University of Michigan, uh, and so I was I grew up a Michigan fan. Go blue! My we, grandpa went there. We have a Patreon member that will be very a big fan of yours yep. right now because you you've got a new subscriber because of, uh, because of that statement right there. So, and the Georgia fan in me also hates. Uh, Michigan State, so we're, we're good. Oh, does Georgia have a beef well, good. Michigan State? Good. We lost against Michigan State many times. I say we. I shouldn't say we on this podcast. Mm, you should not, Ryan. <laughs> Georgia lost against Michigan State multiple times in the last decade. I think really, I don't know. I'm yeah, sure it's like bowl games and stuff too. So it's like always when stuff's on the line and we care. I guess that's what I guess that's why they they, they schedule Norfolk Stakes and. UT Martin. Let's, look, let's not. Okay. Crap like that. So. Let's not. <laughs> Who do we uh, have scheduled? So, so do you, so, oh, uh, yeah, but like we're crap. Uh, yeah. Uh, so do you do you have a prediction? I mean, I'm not I'm not holding you to it, but do you have a what what is your thought on how the game's going to go on on Saturday night? Well, I, I respect you guys' offense a lot. I think Granger is going to pose some real threats to us as, as we struggled against a Russian quarterback this past weekend or this past Thursday, I should say. He can throw it now too. Um, He's learned. But our defense, it, he, he can't. You're, you're right. You're right. He, he showed that again, uh, 
He showed that. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but our defense is very, very talented. Um, Jackson Mitchell, our star linebacker, he was fourth in the nation in tackle last season. And uh, our secondary, we have two of the best safeties in, in that a lot of people don't know about. Uh, Durante Jones and Malik Dixon Williams are really, really good safeties. And I, I think that our defense is going to do a good job in this game. And, and I think the Huskies are going to win uh, by 10. Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. That's bold. I like it. I like it. I like. I like the confidence there. All right. I'll, I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you uh, hold it to this. One. If if the Huskies win by ten, then you've got to join us up in UConn next year for the return game, so we can get some revenge on you for your and very right? first UConn uh-huh. home game. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping we'll to go to a game later this year, but I I absolutely oh. would be up for that. Absolutely. For your very second <laughs> UConn home game. <laughs> <Yes. second> <laughs> for, for your first UConn home game against Georgia State. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you, Bobby, for joining us. I appreciate it, man. Everybody go check out uh, his podcast, TNT College Football Podcast. I'll have it all linked in the description and stuff like that. Thanks for talking to us. And uh, hopefully we can talk to you next year. We'll talk about the game next year as well. Does that sound good? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love that. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Yep. See you guys. That's it for the interview this week. Thanks for listening. Keep an eye out for our weekly episode where we will talk uh, more about the game uh, with UConn and then also uh, rehash the game uh, against Rhode Island. So thanks again for listening and uh, talk to you later. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. 
please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.